Spring is in full swing and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 Beach. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor. Welcome to If You Really Knew Me, a place for honest conversations about the Enneagram to inspire better connections with others, ourselves, and God. I'm Kim Willie, and I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Ben Sarles, who is a certified Enneagram coach here to help us understand all things Enneagram. By learning what motivates us and how we see the world, we can connect with those we love and care about on a greater level. We're so glad you joined us today, and we hope this is your journey to better relationships. If you've walked with God for any time, I'm sure you have a story to tell about his testimony and goodness toward you. And today we're going to focus on one of the many characteristics of God, which is his goodness. Yes, we're going to look at God's goodness a little closer and see what we can learn from a type one about operating out of God's goodness a little bit more each day. Love that. Isaiah 63, 7 tells us, I will tell of the Lord's unfailing love. I will praise the Lord for all he has done. I will rejoice in his great goodness to Israel, which he has granted according to his mercy and love. Ben, with that, I think we really should kick off today's podcast with how you and I have maybe seen God's goodness in our life. And I'm sure you have a story. I do. So when my wife and I were dating and we wanted to get married, we set the date and started working toward that date by securing a place to live and looking for jobs in the area. Part of what we wanted was a full-sized wedding. But there was a problem. We couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm, That happens. (laughs) So when you're going to be a bride and groom, you collect ideas and plans of what you want your wedding to look like. I worked as a florist, as a designer at a florist, and also at a greenhouse. And my wife worked at a salon. So that was helpful, you know, in the having a wedding process. God made a way for our dream of a full-size wedding to be realized. We were able to use our church at no cost. I was able to purchase the flowers at cost and design them myself. I was able to rent trees and bushes from the greenhouse. My mom was able to reimagine a pre-owned dress for my wife. And she made the bridesmaids and flower girl dresses. Someone from the salon did all the hair and makeup as a gift. Wow. The photography was a gift and the cake was a gift. Even the rehearsal dinner was a gift. Um, the wedding, the wedding catering was a gift as well. So it happened. God made a way. Was it necessary that we had a full size wedding? No. Hmm. But did God give us the desires of our heart that time? Yes. And we have many times thanked him for how good he is. That is some serious goodness. (laughs) That's some goodness wrapped up in that. That's good. I love it. Um, I, for me, I had a specific plan to go to a certain college that was you know, pretty local after graduating high school, and um, I didn't get in. My SATs were a little shy of what they normally would recommend. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to the local community college. So at that local community college, I met a friend who shared Jesus with me, and I eventually accepted Jesus as my Savior. And I look at it as though my plans were derailed. God had different plans for me that would change my life for the better. 
Um, and after a period of time, after I accepted Jesus, my whole family came to know the Lord and we mm. all sat in the same pew mm. at church together. And if that's not goodness, I don't know. I don't know what is. So on that note, I say we just dive in and talk there all about go. God's goodness today. Well, you know, there's there's somebody famous somewhere that said, if that don't light your fire, then your wood's wet. I know. <laughs> so that's some goodness right there. It is. I love it. When God wanted people to have a flavor of what his goodness is like, he made a type one, a glimpse of his goodness. Part of the reason that type ones are created, like they are, is because they're meant to model God's goodness to others for his glory. I love that. That is awesome. So I'm just curious, what does God's goodness look like in a type one? Well, type ones are sensible, ethical, self-disciplined. They feel a desire for continuously improving, and they desire to be good, accurate, and virtuous. Healthy type ones are very good at having wisdom and conviction with a situation because they can be impartial in circumstances that call for it. Within themselves, they have a sense of right and wrong, which allows them to be fair-minded and reasonable. Relationships, they take very seriously. Mm -hmm. They understand and value commitment and are willing to make great personal sacrifices for the people they love. The thing I... I love is that I know that a core desire of an Enneagram one is to be good and right. Like that's in them. So it, it's pretty cool to me that God gives the type ones the desires of their heart by reflecting his goodness in them. It's like, I yes. know what you want and I'm going to bless you with that. Yeah. Um, a scripture that comes to mind for a type one in regards for them to not be so hard on themselves yeah. is Ephesians 2.10. And this is the New Living Translation. It says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus we can do the th the good things he planned for us long ago. I love that. Yes. Um, and as we're focused today on God's goodness, let's answer the question. I want to know what every type can learn about God's goodness from a type one who's aligned with the gospel. Well, first of all, I want to say, we just said God's goodness is reflected in a type one. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the healthy or the aligned side of, okay. of a type one. So if a type one can recognize that they are good, mm -hmm. that's part of God's goodness. Oh, wow. Who can help us recognize the goodness of God but a type one who has realized that they are good? Yeah. And so that's the part of the cool thing about um, being aligned. When you see the aligned part to the gospel of a type one versus the misaligned. Mm -hmm. That helps you understand that to me, for a one to be, to reflect God good, God's goodness is to first understand that they are good. Yeah. And that's not always the first thing that comes to mind in type one. You know, type ones, don't forget, are the ones that constantly deal with the inner critic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, I, I feel like it is a nag on the side of of your shoulder, just like, well, you could have done this better. You yeah. every little thing. And to be able to rest in God's goodness being enough mm -hmm. and God's goodness in me. So when type ones are aligned with the gospel, um, they can serve others with patience and integrity. Mm -hmm. They can rest in their knowledge that they are fully loved and accepted based on Christ. Perfect work on their behalf doesn't depend on human perfection. Mm. Believing there is no more condemnation in Christ, they can forgive themselves and others. And that is not very easy, especially sure. the themselves part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. 
I, and I, that's great that there are, there are common things that everyone can learn from this type, but are there more specific things that each type can learn? Yeah, well, I'm actually going to start with type ones. Ones can learn from themselves, the healthy side of themselves, that God's goodness in us is more than enough. So don't be hard on yourself feeling what you do and who you are is never good enough. Mm. Because to think otherwise would be thinking not godly thoughts. And it's not in agreement with <laughs> That's God. right. That's right. <laughs> Resting in God's goodness is letting go of the obsessing over how you could have done something better. Mm. Be careful of taking on too much responsibility. Guard against resentment when others are not putting forth the effort. Mm. Through God, you have access to serenity. So in the moment, you can choose to realize that goodness is present and just be with the situation as it is, no fixing from you needed. Mm. It's got to be hard. It's not easy, (laughs) but when a type one can do that, that's God's goodness. Yeah. So I love that. Type twos can learn that with God's goodness, you are enough just as you are to God. You don't have to keep serving others so that they will love you. We need to reconcile God's goodness when he created twos. So therefore, there's no condemnation for us who are in Christ, even condemnation from ourselves. Mm -hmm. Guard against resentment when others are not reciprocating back to us in the same way we show them love. Use your one wing to help ground you and give you quality to your quantity. That's good. Type threes can learn that with God's goodness, no amount of accomplishments will make them more valuable to God. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Because of this, you can rest at times and just be. Mm -hmm. There's a point that you can be okay with what is done for today. And you can start again for tomorrow, leaving time for your friends and family to get some of your best energy. That's some good advice. That is some very good advice. And, and we we work with three type ones. And mm-hmm. I have I have seen things in them that I'm like, mm-hmm, I need to follow that. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. I love that part of them. I need to pay attention to that and be more like that. So mm-hmm. let the goodness rub off on That's me. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, some goodness. Fours can learn that with God's goodness in creating you, there is nothing missing from you. God doesn't make trash, and you are no exception. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, and he made you special and unique for the work he has for you to do. Mm-hmm. Remember, you were born to see the depth and beauty of things in its in its rawness and uniqueness. Have grace for those who can't see them as uniquely as you. Consider that God may use you to help them see. I feel like all of this is about just stepping outside of yourself for a minute and looking at others and looking to others and connecting with others. Mm -hmm. Because when we get all in ourselves, that's when we miss. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's when we miss the goodness. And and every so there's nine Enneagram types and it's each a different reflection of God. Mm -hmm. And we're all supposed to learn from each reflection. Yeah, we all need this piece. It's not. Like, oh, well, I'm, I'm don't have a direct connection to a type one. Yeah. We're all supposed to learn from every type. Yeah. And I love how through each of these types, they can learn a little bit about themselves because of a type one. Yeah. Don't isolate. You need other people. God made it so that we would need other people. Right. So I yep. love that. Fives can learn from God's goodness that no amount of researching and data 
will solve all of life's problems. <laughs> Some things require faith and love, which is how God created it, and that is good. Your ability to synthesize data quickly is part of what helps you gain useful knowledge and wisdom. Don't forget to use your emotions in a healthy way also and be present. Just as people can learn from what you know, how you show up in your relationships matters just as much. Mm. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Preach it. <laughs> Love that phrase. I say that all the time. <laughs> Sixes can learn from God's goodness to know that he is with you every step of the way. As you turn things to him, you can trust your decisions knowing that they are grounded in him. The fear of the unknown is much less when the creator of the universe is by your side. You can begin to discover yourself and the goodness that is. Guard against resentment when other when authorities and happenings in life don't go the way that you know they should go. Mm. Goodness is out there. We sometimes just need to have eyes to see it. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Trust us, it's there. Yeah. There, there are good people. <laughs> They're not all scary and bad. <laughs> yeah. Sevens can learn from God's goodness by seeing the experience of being content in where you are right now. Being still can be rejuvenating and healing, not only to your body, but to your mind. And your mind is used to working fast and logical. Hmm. Discover the logic in resting from your mental running by remembering that goodness of God in what you have and in his creation of you. Nice. Eights can learn from God's goodness by finding the steady in the midst of passion. There's time for passion, of course, but people need to see the easygoing, fun-loving side of you also. Steadiness also continues to build trust that you are there for them and won't betray them because you understand how important that is. Guard against over-intensity so that people's ears and hearts were he will hear the wisdom in your words. But ones are not in the anger triad, right? It's, is it threes? Ones are. Nine? They yes. are. Okay. Mm -hmm. So because some of that, when you were discussing the eight, made me think of the ones a little yes. bit where they can, they can maybe go to that so, place. So ones are in the anger triad, but a lot of times that presents itself as resentment. Okay. Which is this should have been this way or they should have been this way and they're not. Mm -hmm. And I know of how they should be and this is frustrating. Or let's say um it's a coworker situation and everybody's pulling their weight except this one person. So that's going to be very frustrating um to a type 1 because they're very used to taking their job seriously committing all that they need to do and doing it and being, you know, faithful to, they can be depended on. Mm -hmm. And so if someone can't, that is going to frustrate them to a point that resentment will start to set in. Yeah. So an eight's anger is more on the surface. Like you see it, it's coming out as anger. There's no question. One's a resentment and nines, they're kind of asleep to their anger. So deep down, Things are really angering them, but they've merged with others so much that um, they're kind of asleep to it. And then it will raise up in them mm -hmm. the anger. And uh, sometimes that surprises people. Okay. 
Do your kids love listening to great stories? It can be tough finding a kids podcast which upholds your Christian values. Story Jumpers features exciting, entertaining stories by authors who write from a Christian worldview. Each episode is created with kids in mind. Audiobook clips are followed by a brief author interview your kids will find fascinating. This is a podcast for kids. Subscribe to Story Jumpers wherever you listen to podcasts. Story Jumpers is a member of the Bridge Podcast Network. Well, lastly, what can type 9s learn from their type 1 friends? Type 9s can learn from God's goodness by recognizing the importance and the goodness of your own wants and desires. Sometimes God brings a passion in you to do something that is too important to be slowed down by the avoidance of conflict or merging with others' thoughts and opinions. So you don't want to slow down that thing just yeah. because you don't like conflict. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So <laughs> it's a battle within your own mind. <laughs> That's right. Guard against stubbornness when conflict comes and rest in the goodness of how God created you, seeing many perspectives and bringing peace to the situation. Use your one wing to not forget what you want and what you need personally. It's good to operate by being fully present as the person God created you to be. That is so good. I Like I said before, I love that we all need each other and there's no I in team. I know that's not necessarily the whole flow that we're going with here, but it, it makes me think of the the body of Christ. Like mm-hmm. we're all different parts of the body. We need each other. We can't isolate. We've got to, we learn from each other. We, we learn, even if it's maybe bad things from mm-hmm. each other. We learn not to not what to do, but we learn good things as well. But so. we are a team, really. Yeah, that's um, true. If you think of it, it's not about ourselves. It's about all of us. Yeah. And that's a team. Exactly. It doesn't necessarily need to be a work team or whatever, but we're all in this boat yeah. of trying to live a godly life until he comes back. Yeah. And so that I and team, every type that can come up, but I did this and they're not doing that or they're getting this and I didn't get this or, you know, it's, it's part of the human, it's part of the lesson and the inner work that we have to do to be all we can be as a reflection of God. Yeah. It makes me think of, you ever wonder why like a certain person is brought into your life and you're like, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. (laughs) But I think we always need to ask ourselves, what am I supposed to learn from this person? They might be in your, it might be a quick interaction at the grocery store checkout. What am I supposed to learn from this person? Or it could be a long time, deep relationship. I believe that God, there's no accidents. God brings people into your life and we're supposed to learn something from them. So you just said uh, recently, you borrowed a phrase from someone about let's find the win in this. And I think those are wise words for life. Yes. Um, because we all get dealt cards and some of them are yeah. great cards and some of us don't like the cards we've been dealt. Yeah. But at the same time, there is a win to be yeah. found in it. It may not be the one we're looking for, but yeah. it's important that we find it. And and today it's all about the goodness of God. So what is the goodness I can pull out of this That's situation? Right. So we can take that statement from the friend and yes. say, well, what's what the, the win the in this? What's the goodness? Yep. Yeah. So it also made me think of um, Romans fifteen thirteen, where Paul is speaking to the to the people, and he says, "I'm fully convinced, my dear brothers and sisters, 
that you are full of goodness. You know these things so well, you can teach each other about them. Even so, I have been bold enough to write about some of these points, knowing that you all need this reminder. Mm. And I'm like, amen, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all need the reminder. We need the reminder, you know, of God's goodness. And I like to look at it as if God's good, if he's, we know he's good. There is right. no if about it. We know he's good. And if he lives in us, which hopefully he lives in, in us, if you've accepted him as your savior, then we are, as Paul said, quote, full of goodness. Mm-hmm. And I know that's hard. <laughs> that's hard for people to accept that they're they're full of goodness. Yeah. If God's good and he's in us, then there's goodness in us. Exactly. If the living, yes. the living savior is in you, then that goodness is in you. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes we're our own worst critic, but in God's word, it's a reminder of how he sees us. Mm-hmm. And I recently found a blog in doing some research for this podcast. It was from Dr. Michelle Bingston, and it talks all about how God sees us. And um, we're actually going to add it to the show notes, but it's like, you know, I'll give you an example. Like if I say I'm unlovable, God says I'm forever loved. And Mm. then there's a scripture that talks about that. And I think in talking about the goodness of God, we need to remember how he sees us and who he is and so the, the blog is excellent. It, it's just a good scripture. Like, here's what I say. Here's what he says. And yes. there's 17 different ones. And we definitely want to share it, share it with you so that you can have some time to, to read over it. And, and after you've read them, after you've read them and you've meditated on them, on this word of God, you need to also fill your soul with worship music, mm-hmm. which yes. we love. And that's all about the goodness of God. And some great songs that came to mind for me instantly about the goodness of God are Good, Good Father. I mm-hmm. mean, it's in the name by Pat Barrett. Um, promises by Maverick City. It has a lot to do with with the goodness of God, and and then of course the the song title "Goodness of God" is yes. actually written by Jen Johnson, but it's been recorded by C.C. Winans and so many others. And there's a line in the song that says, "Your goodness," referring to God's goodness, is running after me. Mm-hmm. Does that like do something to you? I'm hearing so that? thankful that it did. That he does. It did, and yeah. it and he does. He never stops pursuing us. We can run from him till the cows come home, but he is chasing after us all the time. And to me, that's how good he is. Mm-hmm. Like I might mm-hmm. be the worst prodigal, the side of whatever, but he's like, I'm chasing after you. I love you so much. Mm-hmm. That's how good I am. And that makes you want to weep. That's how his goodness, yes, wow. <laughs> it's chasing me down. <laughs> So when, those in, so when those in our office come chasing us down, they can just say, you know, I'm just being God's goodness yeah. to you today. I'm going to chase you down and get you to finish this task or whatever. No, I'm kidding. No, but that is amazing yeah. that we're that good to God. Yeah. Oh, my he goodness. He values us Shoot. that much. Like, and, and what you said about, I say this, but you say that. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Not letting Satan have a seat at the table. We talked about that. And we're talking about, we've mentioned all types today, but we're talking about what we learn from a type one. And because they have critical thoughts in their minds a lot, I feel like, boy, is this a good reminder. Mm -hmm. Get out of your own head. Read those, what you say and what God says. And you cast it down with the word of God because his word doesn't come back void. It, It does not. So... I would encourage you to read them out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, I said or I have said yeah. that I'm this way, but God says. And I just, it, there's power. There's power there in is. speaking the word out loud. There's yeah. power in God hearing his word come back to him. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just, I think those, and that's why worship is so important as well. It because is. we're singing the songs that scripture is in. 
about the goodness of That's God. That's right. So, you know, and I think you said something about sometimes ones have a critical eye for things mm-hmm. and sometimes people think that that is what ones are trying to do to be critical. No. They're trying to be as good as you can. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you want somebody on your spiritual team yep. that is going to lovingly remind you of yeah. these things we talked about? You do have value. Yeah. And when you say this, that's not how God sees you. Yeah. This is how God sees you. I mean, um I love that. I love how yeah. a reflection of God is in a certain type. It's yeah. like, I want people to see my goodness. So here's a bunch of ones that are going to help me do it. Yeah. Sometimes you ever be in a, a conversation with God and praying, and sometimes you just wish you could touch him and feel him mm-hmm. and see him in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Like ones are just a glimpse of that. Yeah. Jesus wow. was God's goodness with skin on, you yeah. know, <laughs> we so can you see can go squeeze them all, squeeze, right, hug just them all. <laughs> squeeze them like a tick. Um, <laughs> Don't hurt them. Just we, hug see, them. <laughs> we see God's goodness all around us in what we see and who God has created and what he has done. It's good to remember to learn from all the other good things he has created. Yes. Amen to that. We truly hope that you have enjoyed today's episode and be sure to check the show notes for the scriptures that that we referenced and the songs that we mentioned. And um, remember today that God loves you. You are good and God is so good. Mm. Until next time, God bless.